Wouldn't it suck if this one was crappy? Goodbye, my latent homo sapiens. This is your meandering Neanderthal host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and is holding his school books in front of his homo erectus podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. It's the May 31st episode, and the final episode of Beware the Hairy Mango ever. I just ran down to the discount liquor store, Breakfast of Former Champions, to pick up supplies so we can celebrate properly. I hope everyone likes Brown Zinfandel. I'm not going to make you wait until the end of the episode for this. What we're celebrating here, well, not you really, but what I'm celebrating here is the last episode I feel obligated to make. No promises, but it's very possible I'll do a little mango something or other once in a while in the future when I'm trying to avoid other work, so stay subscribed to the feed. Things are only done for sure when you read my obituary. If you're reading my obituary now, I have bigger problems on my plate. Today's story is all about getting way, way too much of a good thing. Like breathing, for instance. If your good thing has been exposed so everyone can see it, your friends, family, acquaintances, small woodland animals, and street sign manufacturers might begin wishing for a happy death day. Happy Death Day by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Sal was just so damned old, nobody wanted to go to his birthday parties anymore. I mean, you couldn't buy him anything because he'd had so many birthdays, everyone had already gotten him everything there was. And he was too feeble to enjoy everything there was. Last year, he had broken a leg when he blew his nose too hard. Diana had felt guilty about setting him up in the tissue of the month club ever since. It had gotten to the point a few years back that the only physical way to give him a birthday cake was to make it entirely out of candles. The next year, they just gave him one big edible candle. He'd broken three teeth sucking on the wick. The year after that, they gave him a regular cake with gasoline poured all over it and lit that shit up. And last year, they just convinced him to drink the gasoline straight out of the keg. Why wouldn't this old fucker die? The plans for this year's festivities included throwing him into the sun. Dementia had set in long ago, and Sal would regale partygoers with stories of how he had invented the stick and had fathered Abraham Lincoln. Upon hearing stories like these, people would laugh or shiver as suited their outlooks on life. But when a team of accountants had been called in to inventory the birthday candles that one year, folks began to realize that Abraham Lincoln's story might actually be true. Hell, the stick story could be true. His senior citizen discount was so big, theaters paid him to go to the movies. Then he'd tell the ticket person how he had been going to the movies since before they had sound. He'd even gone before they had motion. Back then, some guy at the front of the room would hold a daguerreotype in his hand for two hours, and the audience would just sit there and think entertaining thoughts. One year, everybody pitched in and bought Sal a new car, but he never drove the thing, instead preferring to stick to his old 1500 Ram Dodge. Not to be confused with the Dodge Ram 1500, Sal's ride was an ox cart he purchased straight off the showroom floor in the year 1500, and it was, in fact, quite useful for dodging rams, which is what sold him on it because Sal owed rams a lot of money back in the day. Even though the town was now mostly ram-free, he refused to give up on it. Almost got it paid off, he'd argue, and it's only got 23 million miles on it. Just changed out the oxen last month. I don't have to buy that premium high detergent hay for a while. That's pretty sweet. Things were pretty subdued at this year's birthday party. The gang had resigned themselves to a lifetime of Sal and decided to drink themselves into oblivion. Had they known how effective that strategy would be, they would have given up decades ago. Because three hours into the festivities, Sal drank a Coors Light and dropped down dead. Experts were called in because no one really believed it. He pretty much behaved the same way when he claimed to be resting his eyes. But it was true. In hindsight, it seemed obvious to everyone. 
of course Sal must have been some sort of supernatural creature that could only be killed by a silver bullet. There was never anything particularly werewolfish about the old guy, but no one wanted to look too deeply into it. The point was, Sal was gone, and after the body was dragged out by a flock of down-on-their-luck vultures, the party was way more fun. The one problem that remained could wait for tomorrow. How were they going to get rid of Sal's teetotaling dad? <laughs> If this story blew out your favorite meal of the day, you can frost it and other life-threatening foods at the internet handle of the spit-covered candle BewareTheHairyMango.com. Orgasm listlessly in the comments for this post or Braintree mail me and we'll enjoy suburban Massachusetts together at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or pick the most disturbing fruit of all at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Whenever our liposuction surgeon was feeling particularly childish, the SF and SF signal used to stand for sucky fat, which simultaneously described our feelings about our waistlines and the action we took to get them that way in the first place. Tweeter tweeter burning bright in the forests of the night, what a mortal hand or eye could twitter.com slash up with gravity. Well, it rhymes just as well. I'm going to play David Bradshaw's email music, even though I didn't get any email from you, but that's how much I like the music. Email beware the hairy mango, it takes more than one to tango, the only other rhyme is Durango, unless you stretch Mustango. Now you will listen to yourself. Now you will listen, you will. And now you must listen to yourselves. Now, you now we will force you to listen to yourselves. Now you will listen, you will. And now you must listen to yourselves. Are you still listening? You can get more stuff even better than that at davidbradshawmusic.com. I'm not going to ask for money this time around. Who are we kidding? I think you get to know a person after 333 episodes. Please give me money for no good reason. Everybody sit down and or get comfortable. This is the thank you part of the show. My very first thank you goes out to Emily Elke Barlow, who kept me on track and made sure these episodes and other work get out on time for a year and a half of the show's run. It turned out to be the last year and a half Emily had, and the most redeeming quality of this vulgar podcast full of stale jokes is that it made her happy. Thank you to Tony C. Smith of Starship Sofa, who made me by my first and only microphone and started me on my podcasting lurch. Thanks to Diane Severson who turned me on to T. Morris's podcast, Podcasting for Dummies, when I was preparing to venture out from the safety of the sofa on my own. And I guess I should thank T. Morris in that case, even though he doesn't know me from Adam, but still gave me the tools I needed. Thanks to Josh Lightsey who straightened out every web disaster on the site, including those I caused myself, and for setting up the web framework for Beware the Elitist Mango and doing a lot of this stuff pro bono. Thanks to Robin Bradshaw for being a super cheerleader and supporter, and thanks again to David Bradshaw for the email music. Thanks to Craig Skelly Rocker Mackenzie Webster for shaming me into putting this show out on a regular twice-a-month basis for most of its lifetime. Thanks to super donors David St. Dennis and James Weber. Thanks to John DiNardo for spreading the word like no one else and putting up with all my SF and SF signal bullshit, you saucy flapjack you. Thanks to everyone whose name I'm terribly sorry I'm about to forget to mention, and to those I'm about to mispronounce. Bear in mind I've never had to say many of these names out loud before. Some of you might get mentioned twice because I don't know that the two of you are the same person. Thanks to John Eatlon Aiken, Shayla Alex, Zeka Alves, Mr. Arm, Lindsay Ashford, Susan Stacy Bayman, Kate Baker, Lynn Benavides, Jeff Bennett, Steve Bickle, Daniel Burkle, John Burkle, Liz Burkle-Letty, Bob17596, Lisa Boban, Dan Baca, Russell Bowman, Matthew Brown, Ron Caniff, 
Chaz at historicgames.com, which Josh Lightsey might want to check out. I don't know. Victoria Chwalski, I think. Sorry, Victoria. Jen Cook, John Coyle, Christina Cox, Michael Cronin, Crazy Larry, Jonathan Dans, Camille Delgado, Jim Devona, Kevin Duvall, Tara Dockery, Christopher Dowling, Chaz Elliott, Fabio Fernandez, Colin Fire, Dennis Garou, Stephen Garou, Randall Godso, Brooke Gott, Victor Gradenko, Dave Haas, Brian Hagar McKee, Susan Hartwick, Amber Hatfield, Larry Hayden, Fred Heimbaugh, Leon Hendy, Catherine Henriksen, Christopher Henriksen, Patrick Hester, Jess Kasheen Hickman, Simon Hildebrandt, John Himmelman, Yeppe V. Holm, Dwight Ilk, Ben Jarrell, Josh Jennings, Brett Johnson, Pete Jones, Christos Kakris, Oliver Kello, Richard Kessler, Fred Kish, Corey Coleman, Zach Mann, Jeff Lane, Jim LeClaire, Lori LeClaire, Stina Light, Colleen Leong, Daniel Lyon, Rich Megahiz, Christine Maya Flores, Julio Marchini, Jeanette Marsh, Justin McCormick, Tina McCormick, Adam McCoy, Ron McCurry, Amanda McQuestion, Tom McGill, John Miro, Brent Millis, Danforth Will Morgan, Anna Mulino, I think, Linda Naclario, Meg Atiano Skazen, so sorry Meg, I probably fucked that up. Paladin Freelance, a.k.a. Dominic, a.k.a. Mike, Jeff Patterson, Stephanie Peters, Bronca Amethyst Petrovic, Tamara Picard, Adam Pract, Dan Roberts, Mike Rack, Will Rees, Kerry Roach, Colin Robb, Kristen Rosequist, Annie Rush, Lior Sar, Andrew Schultz, Mike Shawalak, Tracy Sheepdog, Lawrence Simon, who incidentally came up with the Soup Quake idea in the Soup World episode last time, Kerry Smith, Patty Smith, Zach Smith, Paresh Salanki, Asger Sporing, Andrea Louise Stapleton, MJ Starling, Grant Stone, Amy H. Sturgis, Gary Sick, Keith Tacklidge, Josh Thompson, Tammy Trenery, Church Tucker, Dancy Van Garena, fuck that up, Dancy, sorry, Laura Varden, James Viner, Logan Waterman, Adam Weatherford, Paul Weimer, Jesse Willis, Sean Winslow, Christy Yant, Mona Young, Gord Zajac, and Mark Zanferdino. If you didn't hear your name, you are so pissed at me right now, and I'm so sorry. Contact me, and I'll edit you in and repost the show. This podcast hangs droopily from the underside of an out-of-shape moose who insists that you call whatever that stuff is hanging around down there his under antlers while he lives his life avoiding the relentless veterinarian who knows she'll finally make a name for herself if only she could stick that thing in a jar of formaldehyde with a dash of paprika and a zesty creative commons attribution non-commercial share like 4.0 international license until fang face and jabberjaw engage in dangerous passionate mouth kissing this will be your half the host he used to be matthew sanborn smith reminding you that the most important thing you should take away from the entire run of this show is even though the mango is done the donate button will still continue to work it's been a great trip everyone good night oh my gosh it's so bright outside why did i say good night